Oh, wow. What's up, what's up, what's up? Welcome to the Tony Gallo Show. My name is Tony. I am your host. I'm here with my co-host, Sahaj. Sahaj, how are you? Hello, hello. I'm trying to... Um, can you hear yourself just fine? Yeah, I can hear myself. Okay, I think I'm... I can't. I hope the audio is going the way that it's supposed to be going. I don't hear myself very well, though. Let me see. Let me adjust some things. It's been a while, so... Um, I'm getting used to this thing again. Testing, testing. Testing, testing, testing. One, two, three. One, two, three, testing. Testing, testing. Testicles. One, two, three. <laughs> well, welcome back to the show. It's been a while. It's been since, uh, I think, April since we've done an episode. Yeah, it's been a couple It's been a couple That's months. A, it's not a foot rest, bro. It's <laughs> <laughs> so I can... Put, no, this is good anyway, because I don't... I don't want... Like, there's a game we're going to play in just a, in, a, in a minute that I don't want you to be able to see. So, um... But you, you can like you can you can put your foot on the chair is what I'm trying to say. No, dude, not anymore. We have a a a, a video set up this week. Um, hopefully, we can put something on TikTok or Instagram or something. Can so. you? Can I can hear myself? Can you hear yourself? I can, I, but I, it sounds very very low. Do you sound very low? I think when I speak into the mic, it's fine. But okay, hold on, give me a second. Is that better? <clears throat> I yeah, I think better. that's better. Okay, that's a little better. And I just want to um, say I do have a cold or whatever. A bunch of just got just over being sick. So. Allergies are just crazy. Is it allergies or what is it? I think it's allergies. I got I'm the thinking worst it's allergies too. So we're still working with the audio, making sure that we are we got the best audio out there. So bear with us. Bear with us. Okay, testing, testing, testing. You should probably do this before the recording starts, but we're doing it right now live. Making sure that we can hear, and and making sure that the quality is good enough for you to hear. But hey, it's uh, it's Father's Day. Happy Father's Day! You have a a daughter. Yes, I do. Her, Her name, name is, is Vogue. Yeah, she's a dog. Yeah. For those that are. How long have you been a father? Since that ten. is such disrespectful to fathers, probably. <laughs> ten years. Been a dog dad for ten years. No, but seriously, Happy Father's Day. We are recording this on Sunday, Father's Day. So Happy Father Father's Day to everybody who's listening happy father's day to you too you have a dog i do have a dog my sister called me today and she said happy father's day and i said thank you uh gracie has been a great daughter and she said no i mean you kind of raised me and i was like oh that's so sweet of you to say thank you so much that is really sweet honestly. so i happy father's day to me because i've been a father figure to many people i think you, to you too right you call me dad sometimes mm, i think it's the other way around <laughs> Um, so happy Father's Day to all the real dads out there, really. Uh, we've got a lot, I've got a lot to talk about because it's been like months since we've done this, including, um, the Trump indictment that happened. Mm -hmm. I want to talk about my fitness goals and then dating. Mm -hmm. Those are big three things I want to touch on today. But first I want to play a game. You want to play a game? Let's do it. Let's play. You know what? You, you want to know what I call this game? I feel like it's something pertain that pertains to u.s history yeah because i told you yesterday <laughs> this is called how patriotic are you so i have five questions for you all u.s easy u.s history questions right and we're gonna see how patriotic are you fourth of july is coming up mm. um in less than a month so in honor of the fourth of july we're doing this game First question, are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. How many stripes are there on the American flag? <laughs> oh, jeez. 
He couldn't have started off with a little easier one. How many stripes are on the... Wait, what are you doing? You can't be... There's video recording going on. People can see you cheating. Okay. Um. How many stripes are on the American flag? How, how many, many seconds stripes? do I have to answer? You've got like six. Five? Six seconds. All right, let's go with 25. What in the world? <laughs> that is incorrect. There are 13. 13 <laughs> stripes on the American flag. Um... Who are the four presidents? <laughs> this is a tough one. I don't think I would have got it. Now, the first one I would have gotten. The second one, this is kind of tough. Who are the four presidents on Mount Rushmore? Jeez. Okay. Um, Benjamin Franklin. Thomas Jefferson. Thomas Jefferson is one of them. George Washington. George Washington is one of them. Um, Abraham Lincoln. Abraham Lincoln is... One of them. So one more left. You've got one more left. Um, I, the first one you said was who? Not, who did you say? First? I said Benjamin Franklin. He was. Was he even a president? Not, he wasn't like. <laughs> he invented like electricity or something. I don't and know. And schools. <laughs> okay. Anyway, uh, you got one more. One more. Let's go with. Um. I said Thomas Jefferson. Yeah, he right. used to ride in a horse, and he's famous for like wearing a, a hat and riding on a horse. Isn't that all of them back then? And his nickname was Teddy, I believe. Teddy Roosevelt. Theodore Roosevelt. Yeah, that's correct. So okay, I gave you. That was tough. I gave you. I had to give you a hint. Okay, so you're one, four, five. If you you got to get two more right. Okay. Mm-hmm. How many presidents have there been, including the current one? Uh, 46. 46 is correct. What is a national motto? You need one more to get right. I'll give you a hint on this because it could be anything, right? The national motto. Give me liberty, give me death? No, I'll give you a hint before you answer anything. Uh, it's, it's the national motto is on our currency. No taxation or representation? That's on our currency? I don't think that's on our currency. Oh, I got it. In God We Trust. In God We Trust is our national motto. I don't know if I should give you that one. You You have like three guesses, dude. You should. The first one didn't count because then you interrupted me. We haven't played a game in a while. We're kind of rusty here. So next time we got to say final answer or something like they do in the uh, the, uh, uh, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. Okay. I think you're good, right? You got three of the five? Yeah, three so so you're. 60%. 60%. 60%. 60%. But let's see if you can get this one. Mm. It ties back to the first question. Mm. How many how many stripes are on their American flag again? 13. 13. And what do the 13 stripes on the flag indicate? That's the last question. Uh, they were the 13 colonies. The 13 colonies. That's correct. Look at you. Four out of five correct. 80%, baby. Wow, that's pretty good. Good for you, man. Would you say you're pretty patriotic after that game? Yeah, I would say so. 80% patriotic. Honestly, Social studies uh, class, you, you know what I mean? You got the, the, the Mount Rushmore one. That was kind of... Um, that was a tough one. Yeah. I, I don't think I would have gotten all those. Yeah. George Washington, Abraham Lincoln, Roosevelt. Where are the other two? Well, you know how I remembered them? Because Mount Rushmore was made such Jefferson. a long time ago that it had to have been from like... 1800 Donald Trump yeah unless they add <laughs> he'd probably add himself on there, honestly <laughs> um so we're I like one big thing that I've been talking about uh recently is making this podcast because we've been so inconsistent and a lot of the blame falls on me the buck stops with me right um but I've been t- talking about 
with Tahaj and with other people about making this podcast something, um, taking it more seriously, right? Mm-hmm. And taking and looking at it as a business. So, um, I, you know, like this for me started off as a hobby and, um, but I've always wanted to kind of make it a part-time income earner yeah. type deal, you know, because I saw a lot of opportunity financially speaking with the podcast, with podcasting. Yeah. So, um, the, the next uh, couple few months uh, is going to be a real test for me to see, you know, how, how serious, because I've, I've been doing this for, uh, on and off for four years. Mm-hmm. First episode was published March 13th, 2019. Oh, wow. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, that's a hot minute ago. And I, I did I did some cleaning, and uh, some of the older ep- episodes were archived, so you you won't see those. But, I mean, it's been four years, dude. That's a long time. Yeah, it's a long time. So March 13, 2019, that's, w- that's when I celebrate the anniversary of TGS. But um, now the episodes that you'll only see are the ones that were released uh, beginning this April, April of 20—I'm uh, uh, sorry— Last April, April of 20, uh, 2022. And that was the first time you were on the show. Yes. So 2022 was the first time you said? Yeah, you you okay. premiered uh, for 24-22. Okay. So you've been doing this for, for over a year now. Okay. On and off, of course. Okay, okay. Um, And I think, I, I really do think that you enjoyed it. You you seem like you enjoy it. I still do. It comes, I feel like it comes natural to you. Yes. Um, it's because I love talking. You know what I mean? I could talk for about anything. Yeah. And I can annoy the hell out of people too, so. Which is what we need Which in a show. Need. Yeah. Because, need. you know, you want to be controversial, controversial, but you also want to be likable in a way. Oh, 100%. But not everybody's going to love you. 100%. You know? Yes. So, and I think there's a good balance of that. I'm already one down. With you and... um with me everybody loves me uh just kidding but i do want to talk about i do want to say thank you for listening and i do want to talk about the current um because i looked this up and i have the notes here where are they that's not my notes i have the notes i have the notes hold on hold on i have so many papers over here i have the notes i have the notes where are my notes oh my god give me a second oh there it is Analytic uh, analytics, right? I love data. So in co- we're in over eight countries, and this is like somebody had to click play, you know. So USA strong, uh, big big country. You might, you probably heard of it. Germany, Brazil, Turkey, Singapore, India. Oh wow! Your family's out there listening to us. Ireland and Mexico. My people are listening. Um, and then the states in the United States that uh, have played the the Tony Gallo show in Texas, California, Washington. Virginia, Louisiana, Illinois, Florida, Tennessee, Rhode Island. Now, how'd you get this data? Rhode Island. They they provided to you. Who's they? Uh, our our uh, platform where we, so we have a host where I post the episodes. Yeah. And then they distribute it to um, Apple and Spotify and all all over the wherever you listen to your podcast. Oh wow! Okay. Cool. So that host, um, it, which is now Spotify, it used to be called Anchor. Um, Spotify bought out Anchor, so now it's Anchor. Um, but yeah, eleven states. Uh, Rhode Island. Where did I stop? I stopped at Rhode Island, Arizona, and Kentucky. So over eleven states and eight, uh, or not over ten states, eleven states and eight countries, which is super cool. I want to get fifty states, and I want to get all the countries. How many countries are there in the world? 
192, I think. Okay. So. I may have made that up. No, I didn't. I think it's 192. You must know. Um, you, You're not on TikTok, are you? I am on TikTok. You are? Yes. I thought you weren't. I am, and I have, um, but it's just been inactive on it. I've, I do, I have a, I had a viral, viral video that went um, viral over there, but I haven't been using it, to be honest with you. Oh, is that, uh, that's where you were doing your, rescuing your, the dog. your reviews and stuff? Yeah, and also when I rescued that dog, that went viral in Pleasant Grove. Oh, that's the, the one I had the one originally posted? posted? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that one went viral. And then I reposted it and then, but yeah, so I do have TikTok. I'm just inactive. On you, you're not on it, but you're on Instagram reels, reels, right? I'm on YouTube. Do you see a YouTube shorts? Is that what YouTube it's called? shorts, yeah. What's your algorithm looking like there? What do you get? I've gotten more subscribers from my shorts than I have from any of my videos. Have you really? Yes. How many subscribers do you have on YouTube? Now? So I only have 253, but... Hey, that's good. But whenever I did start posting shorts, it went yeah. from like 240 or 245, when I was originally at, all the way to 253. Yeah. And I was consistently posting shorts not consistently maybe like once a week or once a month actually so i've had some success on youtube and i like youtube because i'm a car guy so i like documenting that stuff so for me it's youtube is less of like a social media like just keep scrolling type thing but it's more of like an informational content creating site and yeah 100 percent. that's why when i do take delivery of my truck i'm going back on youtube ah. to make more videos but i like youtube um did we can get back into your trucks. I, I want to call yeah. it the tricks. The tricks. I don't yeah. know if you want to be completely open about it, but I call it tricks. I'll be. I'll be open about it. Okay, mind. we can. We can. I, I. I did note at the conclusion of the episode talk about it as a uh, cliffhanger. Yeah, maybe keep the finances out of it, but yeah. <laughs> um, two hundred and fifty is still a pretty good because if you're doing it consistently, two hundred and fifty can easily turn into five hundred. Five hundred turns into a thousand, and then you keep growing. Yeah. I think our average uh, listenership per episode here. I was running the numbers uh, the other day is forty, and uh, that's pretty good. The way I see it is, you know, you have a a weekly or biweekly meeting, and forty people. You can count on at least forty people showing up. You yeah. know, so I think it's it's pretty good. Now, if we were more consistent with the marketing and consistent with the posting, I think we would be. I mean, it would be way more. It'd be crazy. Yes, it'd be crazy. So that's why, like you know, that's another reason we're taking this more seriously. But anyway, um, my you want to know what my my TikTok algorithm consists of right now? What is it? Taylor Swift. Oh, fair enough. You just went to the concert. Taylor Swift, and especially this video here. Listen to this. Man, she's just fantastic. I couldn't understand anything she said in that. I heard she's more of the crowd than her. I mean, she com- oh man, she moves the crowd. Yeah, she. I mean, she definitely did. Um, and this song is called "Cruel Summer" uh, by Taylor Swift. It's it. She just announced that it's it's her new single because people have just been playing and playing and playing and playing it because it, she it it's become this highlight of her tour. 
you know like everybody knows it now like this is this this is a part of the tour where it's like insane yeah um at the time when i went to the taylor swift concert because i did go when she was here in dallas in april um i didn't i like this was just kind of blowing up it was kind of building steam so that moment wasn't like there yet does that make sense now when you went to the concert did you feel did you feel moved by the crowd and all that? Did you feel like it was kind of just as loud as we just listened to? Because I couldn't hear a word she said, but I could hear the crowd. Was it just as crazy? You could, and I have a tape of, of what I recorded, um, and, and you can you can really hear it. So here, I'll play it for you. This is um, this is audio from my time at the uh, at the Taylor Swift Eras tour when she was here in Dallas. Oh, sorry. Hold on. Let's play it again. So you can you, you can, can definitely hear, hear the crowd. Yeah, you can hear the crowd. Yeah, and you can hear her too. But damn, that's crazy. Sold out stadiums, stadiums, bro. And she, I, I mean, there are people, and this is my algorithm, so I see that there are people outside the stadium, outside those outdoor stadiums, where you yeah. can hear what's going on on the inside. inside yeah. People standing, thousands of people standing outside the stadiums, just enjoying the show. Dang, she moves a crowd. She can, I, I think, and I really do think that Taylor Swift is the best hands down the best entertainer in our generation like just crazy i would have flipped those tickets you know for a profit instead but that's just me I'm it was a great a show Swift fan. it was a great show so if you want if you want to um see that that version oh this is my favorite um <laughs> my favorite part of all too well I mean, that's if you want to see that video that I recorded from the uh, Eras tour, Taylor Swift, go to the TikTok page of the show. It's at Tony Gallo Show, and you can you'll be able to see that. But I, I seriously do think that Taylor Swift is hands down the best entertainer I've seen. I mean, she's a role model of an entertainer, and a lot of people says say that she can't really sing. And I think she's got a decent, like, not the best vocalist that i've seen you know there's people who hit high notes and low notes and they're they've, they're great vocalists but she is an entertainer like she's she's able to move a crowd and she's a great businesswoman too i mean i think insane i think do you think the weekend has more better vocalists than he she does 
I think so. You know, that's... I think so. That's just hard for me to compare, honestly. I think they're different kind of vocalists. But The Weeknd is... He's a... Um, He's pretty entertaining. I'm not gonna very lie. Very entertaining. Like I, 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 we went to the concert. Yeah. Last year was it last year? Or it was last years year. Ago? And um, it was kind of um, for for me it was just kind of I, I didn't even really listen to the weekend like that. Um, but it was definitely like a, a pretty entertaining concert yeah, for, for sure. sure. The opener was. I don't know, but it was definitely entertaining. But <laughs> the opener, opening was trash. You just got back from Chicago. You're going back to Chicago like three more times. It sounds like this summer. You crazy? Yes, sir. Um, how was it? How's how was your trip? Were you worried about the crime because that's something that I think you listed on your. We did. We only notes. spent one day in Chicago, so it actually wasn't really. And the one day we spent there was raining and it was cold. But I wasn't worried about the crime there actually when I got there. But overall, the trip was awesome. We saw one of my good friends get married. I was a groomsman. It was um, we we had a we had a blast. Got wasted, you know. But uh, that means you had a lot of fun. We had a lot of fun. Yeah, it was a banger. Um, and it was cool because um, it was a different. It was it was a is an Indian wedding. However, the only thing is that um, the cool part is they actually started some of their um, festivities later on in the day. So that way, allowed the guests to like sleep, yeah. rest, recover, and then let's go for let's start over again. So it's cool. Um, I think, uh, and it was obviously great hanging out with my friends. I hadn't seen them since my wedding, which was a year from. You just celebrated your anniversary too at someone else's wedding, June eleventh. Yes, yes, congrats yes. on yeah. one year of marriage. So now my buddy and I have the same wedding anniversary day, and that's um. Wow, that's awesome. That because <laughs> yeah, you guys got married on the same day. Was that intentional? It was not intentional. Why did they choose six eleven? I just availability. Just, oh wow! I think hmm. I would have to guess. Interesting. Um, you posted this this thing that I wanted to bring up here. Let's listen to this. This is from the PBD podcast. I don't like marketing other podcasts on my podcast, but I'll make an exception. I love Patrick Bet David. Okay, well, He's yeah, a damn good guy. <laughs> this is from uh, from their podcast. So Chicago mayor-elect condemns teen takeover chaos but says it's not constructive to demonize the youth. Hundreds of young people descended on downtown Chicago for two nights of chaos with two teenage boys being shot during the mayhem. Chicago mayor-elect Brandon Johnson condemned the behavior but warned against demonizing youth who have been starved of opportunities in their communities. Nine adults and six juveniles were arrested in connection with the takeover, with most of the arrests bring, uh, being for reckless conduct. Johnson called for the creation of safe spaces for youth to gather ad- uh, under adult guidance and supervision. Johnson's passed support for reallocating funds from the police department to other social services Ooh. come under attack during the mayoral race. But he has since uh, distanced himself from that position, saying he will not reduce the police budget while arguing that hiring more officers will not solve the city's crime problems. Okay. Do you have the clip to show what happened? So that's from Chicago, that, that's Rob, from PBD Podcast. Uh, what's it? What's his name? Shout out to Patrick Bet David. That Patrick guy's a man. I listen to that dude. He's a man. Um, and this is audio from a month ago. So I think sure. now he's Brandon Johnson is the mayor. Is the mayor. Of Chicago. Uh, elected officially became mayor on May 15th of this year. Uh, what Dude, happened? What okay. happened? All right. So the area where they decided to do those two days of looting and rioting or whatever, was the same, was the same place that, you know, my wife and brothers and his girlfriend and a couple of buddies, we hung out the same exact spot where that happened. Yeah. Millennium Park uh, area. Why were they looting and stuff? Was there a reason for it or just? No, it was just, the, it was just what we call, what they call like a takeover event. Oh. Yeah. It was, it was, um, it was unprovoked. 
it was just a takeover event that was organized, I believe, on social media. And Cars doing donuts and not, no, no, not, that, not, that not, kind of takeover not, or just like takeover. take over the street? Take over the streets. Like oh, wow. take, and so they targeted the touristy area where they'd find the most amount of foot traffic, right? Right. Um, but we hung out there. We had no issues when we were there. But I will say that um, the comments by the mayor mm-hmm. after that incident is it, it's outrageous. I think I think I think you're he 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 talks about not um, demonizing the youth, but nowhere in there does it does he talk about taking accountability for your actions and that's why you landed in jail. Nowhere does he talk about the safety and security of the citizens and the tourists. Nowhere does he talk about the um, the, the the mayhem that was caused. And he decides to say we need to create safe space for youth under uh, parental supervision. Um, I would like to point out that if if you were raised in a household with parental supervision and it was so, like a decent household, which not everyone has that, not everyone's born with that, you probably wouldn't be partaking in things like this. So, And a lot of these people that were doing this stuff were juveniles. Yeah. So I don't know. To me, that's... And and you know what? From what I've been reading about Brandon, what's his name? Johnson. Johnson. Apparently, from this, from what I've been reading, he's actually worse than Mayor Lori Lightfoot, and he actually wanted to take two million dollars out of CPD's budget mm-hmm. when he got elected and reallocated. Is that what he funds. campaigned on? That's one of the things that he was uh, big big on, and, and I think he took it back. He stepped away. It sounds like he stepped away he from that. that. Yeah. yeah, which is a terrible idea, and we've talked about that previously on other episodes, but. Um, yeah, I think. So do you think Brandon Johnson is worse than Lori Lightfoot for the city? From what I've been reading. Or about the same? <laughs> I would say I would say I would say a, l- a little bit worse. Um he he was a big proponent on the defund the police thing whereas Lori kind of realized like, "Hey, look, like we probably shouldn't defend the pe- uh, defund the people that protect us because crime yeah. is through the roof." So, um I think she wasn't as vocal about it or she came stepped down from that high horse of hers, but um yeah, it's freaking terrible. It's terrible. And you know what? It was reassuring to see when we were there on Monday uh, touring the city, we saw a lot of cops. Oh, uh, good. It was great to see. It was, um, I felt safe. We were, we were at yeah. some, we ended up unintentionally at some blues festival in yeah. uh, one of the outside parks by Millennium Park. And we saw a group of like five or six officers. Um, we saw, you know what I mean? So it, it felt good to see. Um, I would, I would hope that it stays that way because, um, Hell, I mean, you don't know what pops off in Chicago. Yeah. You know? <clears throat> That's crazy. And again, defunding the police is something that we spoke about. And he maybe he campaigned on it and then got into it and realized, wait, this is kind of a stupid idea to defund the police and uh, allocate that money um, elsewhere. elsewhere. I yeah. mean, you know, it's kind of like, I think you got to put more in the police budget and, and hire more people. Now, do I think that hiring more police solves the issues that we face no. in society? No. Um, it absolutely doesn't. I think that's more of a, everybody needs to take more self-responsibility and see what they can change. But I mean, government can't change people's minds, hearts, or behaviors. Oh yeah, 100%. And, you know, they, they try to, but they can't. Um, but speaking of politics, big news, Trump got indicted on federal charges. Mm. Um, so he faces 37 federal charges. From my understanding, a special counsel was appointed by Merrick Garland. Do you know who Merrick Garland is? I do not. Merrick Garland is the Attorney General of the United States. Oh, okay. In charge of the federal government's 
criminal justice system, right? Okay. Um, he appointed a special counsel that was led by Jack Smith, uh, and Jack Smith was leading this entire investigation of Trump and the boxes of classified documents that he had at Mar-a-Lago, his, I, I believe that's his primary home in Florida. Mm-hmm. Um, and and one, of, one of the things that I, I think about is that we're going to assume that Jack Smith is probably not like a friendly guy towards the Republican Party mm-hmm. or towards Donald Trump, I mean, mm-hmm. because you wouldn't hire someone who doesn't have the same values as you do to lead this investigation if I was the attorney general. Right. Um, So Merrick Garland, appointed by Joe Biden, is overseeing this entire investigation. And I think you can can say that this was something that, you know, Biden's like, oh, well, you know, I, I have nothing to do with this. Like, dude, it was your appointee who's leading all of this, who has the power to say, no, we're not going to charge the former president with these right. crimes. It's insane. Um, I read through some of the, the indictment. It, it's, it was only like 40-something pages long, and I say only because it had 37 charges on it. Um, and, and basically, to I kind of, and I just kind of uh, did a quick scan through it. Um, basically, it, one of the things, one of the implications that I got from it was that they're they're practically saying like President Trump wasn't authorized to have um, th- these classified documents in his possession. Okay. Right. Which I think is a stupid, stupid regulation to me. You're talking about a former president of the United States, um, not having the power to have classified documents from his presidency in his possession. It, you know, like what? It's insane. It's really insane to me. Um, and it, it referenced a, an executive order that said that basically uh, made that a, a law uh, and, and then it implied that Trump was no longer a government, which is also stupid. Trump is no longer a government employee was another implication. Um, and to me, you know, when you're getting you're still getting paid by the federal government because as a former president, you still get presidential salary i don't know if trump i know he wasn't taking the salary or something while he was president Mm -hmm. i don't know if he's cashing those checks out now um but you're getting paid by the federal government he's protected by you're protected by bodyguards employed by the federal government aka the secret service and you're not a government employee it makes no sense to me um but was he was he reckless for I mean, government employees do reckless things every day? Yeah. You know, I was a government employee. We do, we do reckless things every day, you know, and maybe you break one regular one little policy or something like that. But to throw the book at someone, I mean, it's really just. It's really sounds personal. Extreme. Yeah. Oh, 100 percent personal. One hundred percent. And, and there's so I mean, there's so many regulations, orders, laws. Um, I think uh, the es- Espionage Act is something that they're charging with him, charging him with. That was established back in 1917, I believe is what I've heard. Um, so there's there's a lot of like laws that are no longer enforced, right? Like it's just kind of it was created at a time where maybe spying was new, and they, you know that 
the intention behind that law or that regulation is much different uh, than what it's used that it's it's being used by uh, now for Trump. But uh, homosexual conduct. What that's on there. In Texas, for example, I'm giving you an example. Oh, for example, I thought you homo- said that was one no, of the no. charges. For example, like, for example, I'm sorry, homosexual conduct, <laughs> conduct, still a lo- still an offense in Texas books. It's still an offense. Do you go and enforce it? No. You don't. I have a question. Is this different from the indictment that he had in New York? Yes. Jesus. Yes, it's different. There's two separate indictments he's facing. He's facing state charges. For the Stormy Daniels, et cetera, right? Correct. Criminal charges. And then he's facing criminal charges under the federal government now. Dude, wow, okay. Um, Man, they're really trying to silence him. They really are. They really are. And it, it's, it's, it's scary. And uh, the indictment says he shared classified information with people he wasn't supposed Jeez. to share information with, um, staffers and a publisher. I, 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 I think he was maybe working on a book and he was maybe talking about something that was um, a high top secret, you know, while he was president. I think a lot of presidents do that right. to tell to tell the people about their experience. Um, again, this is the Espionage Act that he was charged with. He's not telling Russia, he's not selling government secrets to Russia, a national uh, adversary or any other governments that's against the United States. He's telling his publisher and staffers for a book. So the intention is very different Donald Trump's, I think, intention is very different from the intention uh, of what the law is trying to prevent. Right, right, right. Um, I, I think it's political interference. So I think there's the penalty sheet calls for maximum imprisonment of 100 years. Jesus. Sounds like a lot of this stuff is like double jeopardy, though. Um, so, I mean, if he gets like, <laughs> if he gets 20 years, he's, he's going to die in prison. I just hope that this... I just hope this. I I don't even know what to say because I I hope it doesn't go anywhere. But uh, clearly, it's uh, already in its process. He's getting a lot of marketing from this, so I will say that. Like he's he back is. in the back in the news, and I think maybe that that'll help him. Uh, uh, but yeah, I mean, if he gets, imagine if he gets arrested, he's still president. <laughs> He'll run I, the country from jail, dude. I feel like a lot of people are are trying to support him i feel like he's gaining more momentum i think so too and i think through this a lot of silent republican supporters and i you know i i'm not gonna sit here and say i know trump 100 percent uh but i did vote for trump last election um i i think that financially you know he he wants to see the middle class do better yeah um and financially i think as a country we did better when trump was president yes um and I think that's my biggest motivation. Uh, but another, I'm not going to lie to you and say a factor for me isn't that because he's hated so much by people who don't even do their own research. It makes me like him more because he's hated so much. Yeah. And he's he's being thrown all these challenges and he keeps he just keeps on going. The tenacity of this guy is truly inspirational. Yeah. You know, because right after his indictment, he went to New Jersey the same day. <laughs> Gave us a campaign speech that campaign same day. Speech, yeah. This guy does not quit. Yeah. Um, and and honestly, I think a lot of maybe silent Trump supporters will start coming out and and you know not and not be so silent about supporting Trump in the next in the uh, next election. Right. Um, and we still have to see what happens. We have to we still have to see what other Republican candidates are are out there, um, and Democratic candidates too. Um, 
but I I I, I do think this is political injustice. Yeah. Um, and if we're gonna throw the book at Trump, then I th- I think that opens the door to do the same thing for Biden because Biden was also found to have classified documents in his home and and just like Trump, yeah. the exact same thing, the exact yeah. same same things. The only difference heard I heard this from NBC News that they said, but Biden cooperated with the, with authorities. And I don't think just you cooperating makes you exempt from getting the book thrown at you. Yeah. Because when I was a law enforcement officer, I don't care if you cooperated with me or not. If you're breaking the law, you're going to jail. Right. Now, you cooperating makes it easier for me to do my job. Right. But when we arrest drunk drivers and they, they, they consented to having their blood drawn or something like that, cooperating, quote unquote. Right. They're still going to jail, right. and it, and I I can I reference that because it was funny. Me, <laughs> drunk drivers are the best example of this. You ask them to do SFSTs, they do it. You put handcuffs on, right? The first thing they say, but I did everything you told me to do. Right. I cooperated. You still broke the law. Right. Cooperating doesn't exclude you from the law. Right. So just because Biden cooperated, I don't think that excludes him from being from the law being enforced. No, hundred percent. So, if we're gonna throw the book at, at Trump, let's throw the book at Biden. You, you, you ought to be able to see if you live in America and you're an American citizen. I know not everybody who listens to the show lives in America. There's seven other countries that don't. But, but you if get you the are, point. You, you should be able to see a clear double standard here. Yes. And and really, it's it's sad. Yeah, and you know your what? thoughts, Sahaj. <laughs> Yeah, it seems personally, it seems like they're um, targeting him. It seems very outright and personal. Uh, it no longer, it seems like um, they want to silence him. And whether you vote for Trump or you don't vote for Trump, I don't care. It's just more of let's just think about the events that are unfolding and just think about have you heard about, have you heard this happening to any other political candidate in the last decade? And yeah. like this personal and and for what? I've never heard about this happening to Obama, the Bushes, never heard about it, um, you know, and I think it's it, it's it's kind of sad to see that we're using our um, government resources uh, in this way. And I know at one point they were even trying to use the, fe- the FBI to um, personally target Trump. And I think I, th- I think um, at the end of the day, it sh- it's up to the people to vote for to vote for whoever they want to vote for. Yeah. And I think this, um, this targeting is just, to me, it's excessive. And, and, and I'm sure people who are not even Trump supporters see that, hopefully they see that as well. Yeah. Um, now indeed, if there were some crazy laws that were broken and, and, and there were, you know, all these like rights violated and stuff like that. And it was, it's very serious. Yeah. Then I totally understand the, the, the charges, like the, whatever charges you want to bring against him. But it seems like even from the New York case, it seems like a lot of this stuff was even somewhat a stretch. Like it just sounds, it just sounded very intentional. And, um, I think it's, I think it's sad. And I, and I don't know where he gets his, um, his tenacity from, I don't know where he gets the motivation to keep going. But they're really just trying to silence him. They're and stop, so trying to stop obvious. And lose the... So he oh, loses so the obvious. I think it's helping him. They don't realize that. But it's yeah, I think he's him. getting more momentum. Right. We'll see what happens in uh, 2024. And the deba- I'm excited to see. I'm a political nerd. I think you've become a political nerd, maybe for oh, making out with me. A, a little lot. bit. 
But uh, I'm excited to see the debates and, and see what happens in, in the next year or Same so. Same Um I want to talk. Let's let's move let's move away from po- politics. Not everybody loves politics. Yeah, but politics. Yeah, yeah, it could yeah. it could be a downer sometimes. Um, <laughs> I want to talk about my fitness and fitness goals. Do you have any fitness goals for this year? Do I have fitness goals for this year? Yes. Yeah. What, like, fit, stay um, a little bit more. Actually, continue tracking, which I fallen off for last week. So tracking macros. Yeah, I fallen off for about two weeks now. Um, How so macros? Uh, what what's your protein, carbs, fat goals? Yeah, so that's pretty much one sixty protein, like three fifty carb, and a hundred fat. As sort of like a, um, those aren't the most accurate numbers, but that's typically what I stay around. Yeah, um, and about three thousand calories. But and then I just want to continue to um, build size. I'm not outright bulking or going crazy and trying to gain a ton of weight but just lean muscle and i want to another thing is i want to focus on emotional eating and i noticed that like with the job that i do it's so easy to get food and this food's literally just brought to you sometimes yeah and it's good food it's not like freaking shitty food you know so i really just want to focus on emotional eating if, if honestly meaning stopping the stop eating, eating yeah stop eating just all that good stuff that's given to you because to be honest with you that's that's more of a goal for me than my fitness goals i can st- i'm in the gym five to six days a week easily right but if i can focus on not emotionally eating and not being tempted by all this good food um and 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 why th- do you do you eat out of uh Boredom? Dude, it's just it's boredom. It's it's like it's stress like how do you sometimes. stress? I, 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 how do you say no? Stress, yeah. yeah, when it's given to you, it's like how do you say no? I mean, it's like come on, and it's just these are different just excuses I use to justify eating crap. Yeah. And so those are my goals. I was pretty consistent with my fitness uh, the month of March and April, and then May came. I was pretty inconsistent, um, but my goal is to get down to about the mid one forties. And to just maintain there, and I'm not a big guy. I'm like five foot five, you know. So one forties, I think mid one forties would be a healthy weight for me. Uh, but I just want to look shredded. I want a six pack. I want to be. I told you I, I want a six pack by the end of December. Yeah. Or by December, um, and I think we have a bet set for that. But um, yeah, I think I was ending week. I'm ending. So I'm tracking my uh, my weight. I do weigh myself every day. Even they say they say don't do it, don't do it. But I I do it because I want to see. A drop um, and weight is so inconsistent, right? It's like a roller coaster. Yeah, um, you go up and down. But I want to see a continuous drop in my average weights uh, for the week, uh, and and just see a continuous downward trend there. Yeah, uh, which I have been seeing. Uh, I think I started in March. I started in March, um, and I started at about one seventy, and I'm averaging now at about uh, one fifty. 8.9 is what I have written out here. Well, not bad. So not bad. So I'm in week, at the end of week 16 out of 23 weeks. Why 23 weeks? I don't know. It just happened to be a number. Um, so I've got about 13.9 pounds more to lose. And I want to get, I want to get back to that March, April type of consistency I had. I think in May I started dating. Um, We'll talk more a little more about that a little later, but I, I think that kind of like made me kind of go, you know, back. One thing I realized today is that um, I was running, and I realized 
sometimes it feels like sometimes you slow down in whatever journey you're on but it feels like you're taking steps back which this is i think this is what happened to me just upon reflection i slowed down in may it felt like i was taking five steps back and because it felt like i took five steps back i went back to my old habits that i've, I've been trying to break hmm. um so and i realized today i was like sometimes you slow down don't don't and i told myself as itself don't feel like when you slow down don't make that feel like you've taken five steps back because then you start walking backwards yeah just because it feels like that sometimes it's okay to slow down but just keep moving forward you know and and sometimes slowing down it's gonna feel like you're taking five steps back right but you're you're in a slow down season keep going and that's what i said to myself and i talk to myself all the time am i crazy sure but yeah isn't that crazy isn't that deep I think that uh, as long as you don't revert, as long as you keep a, uh, keep control on your old habits, whether you slow down in progress, it doesn't matter because at the end of the day, you're still progressing because you didn't go back to your old habits. So I think it's, I don't know. That's a good one. Slow down doesn't mean that you're taking five steps back. So don't act like it. Um, yeah, just don't, don't, don't feel the need to throw it in and be like, oh, whatever. I didn't freaking yeah. work out to him and eat all the shit I want. Right. Um exactly it's okay to slow down it's okay to slow down it's okay to slow down real recognize that you're just slowing down yeah don't go down this rabbit hole like i do of oh i'm slowing down therefore i must just end it all and go back to my old habits you know what we call that what is that self-sabotaging yes self-defeat that's That's what i do that's called that's what we all do. do it like one day if i don't work out one day and I'm and I'm just like, well, I didn't work out today. I might as well eat all the shit I want. <laughs> yeah. Put down this rabbit hole of going eating. It, it feels fast like food. no. It's like, dude, it's okay that you didn't work out today. You're just in a slowdown season, but I'm still moving forward. Yeah, I didn't cave. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I think I ha- I built that in March and April, and then again with the dating stuff and everything that was going on, I just felt so overwhelmed. I wasn't ready. Ooh, but I'll talk about that a little more uh, later. Coming up, we'll talk about a feel-good story. I'll talk about my dating experience just a little bit. Um, I'm, I have to skip some stories. We have a lot to talk about, but we're going to try to keep this under an hour. Uh, so we'll be right back with more. A podcast unlike any other. You're listening to The Tony Gallo Show. Um. Actually, we got to move into our feel good story. Do it. So let's, let's do, do it. let's do the uh, feel good story bumper. We have all these bumpers over here, and I, I want to get more bumpers, honestly. But let's do feel good story. Here's Tony with your feel good story of the day. So this is cool. This is a a really cool one. Um, four children, including a baby, were found after their plane crashed in the Amazon jungle. 40 days ago the four children ranged in age from 11 months to 13 the children members of the ui toto indigenous indigenous community were identified uh i'm I'm gonna ask leslie i'm gonna say the first name she's 13 uh solani 
he or she is nine, ten, uh, four, and then Kristen, who's 11 months old. The plane's sole engine failed. It crashed May 1st. It's nose first wreckage found more than two weeks later in the Colombian jungle. Three bodies, all adults, including the children's mother, were found at the site, but the four kids weren't there. Um, authorities had hoped they might find my uh, authorities hope had hoped they might be found alive after footprints believed to belong to one of the four were discovered in late May. The authorities continue to search the Colum- Colombian president credited the uh, country's military as well the as the uh, indigenous communities for the miraculous find um that's insane to me that's crazy that's from uh uh, nbc news right there um four that's crazy crazy and and the parents all died the parents died adults why you gotta focus on the negative bro (laughs) this is a feel good story jesus jeez (laughs) it's like i'm surprised that's amazing that they lived through a a plane a plane crash that's one crazy and then to survive in a jungle for 40 days this is that's that's this is this got a lot of layers of survival here and they're kids they're kids it's insane so good for those kids and i'm glad the colombian authorities continue to look for them for um, and found them so that right there is your feel good story of the day um and we'll um we'll pray for them dude that's insane it is crazy crazy. so i'm I'm sure they're (sighs) what a story what a story um I'm going to get a little vulnerable here, I think. Therapy. I've been going to therapy since March, mm-hmm. April. I don't know. Um, I think therapy is, is very important. Uh, it's really helped me, I think. Uh, uh, and I, 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 I feel, not to toot my own horn, I feel like I'm a pretty self-aware guy. Uh, I think self-awareness comes from self, a lot of self-reflection that I've done in the past. I do sometimes take 30 minutes of the day in bed before I go to bed and I just think about what has happened to me. Uh, I think self-reflection became uh, super important to me because one of my high school teachers, actually, her name is Spring Rayford, um, uh, who's who's recently been diagnosed with cancer, by the way. So we keep her keep her in your prayers. Keep her in your prayers. Uh, she's she's public with it, so I, I feel comfortable sharing that. Uh, but she she taught us a lot about reflection, and I every time I think about self reflection, I tie it back to her for some reason in my mind. So I think that because of that skill, uh, it's made me more self aware. Um, so and and it helps me in therapy. Uh, but I still have a lot of work to do. Um, and I'm in this season of my life where I want to, and I feel like, and you know me better than anybody else, right? Um, I feel like I come to the same speech every six months, you know? Because mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm looking at you right now, and you're like, I've heard this before. Mm-hmm. You got a not surprised look on my face. And I was like, oh, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> no, but fair enough. Keep going. Keep going. I don't interrupt. I, <laughs> I think um, I'm in this season of my life. You know, it. It's like it's I'm the stock market. I go up, I go down, and then you know, like as long as I keep going up, and I think I'm, I keep going up um, in life, and I think that's what matters. Um, but I am in this season of like commitment to self, commitment to self, um, and. I, the three biggest things, again, you've heard this speech before, Sahaj, because you know me better than anybody else, is uh, right now, though, is fitness, TGS, the podcast, and um, LSAT, 
taking the LSAT to mm. get into law school. Oh, yeah. I forgot uh, so th- those are my top three priorities right, right now that I want to really focus on. Um, but therapy is really helping me. I wanted to be open about that because I think that if you're thinking about going to therapy, if you know and you know, you know if you had a messed up childhood. You just know it. You know you had one. And you can go to therapy go to therapy like talk it out with with somebody and not everybody i think needs therapy or something probably not for everybody but um i think we've all faced problems and as we become as we get older uh those problems that that, that have been dug deep begin to surface yeah. um and uh, it's important to recognize those and to um to allow yourself i think to be vulnerable um and one of the biggest things for me is like a lot of things that 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 I I've done or things that bad habits that I try to break um, bring a lot of shame. Um, and when you're carrying a lot of shame, um, it, it's hard to fulfill your your goals and your dreams that are going to positively inf- impact your life. Yeah. Um, so it's important to be vulnerable in your life because. I think being vulnerable releases shame and releasing shame helps you further um, further you in your journey of, of reaching whatever goals, hopefully positive goals that you have set in your life. And I do think that uh, going to therapy, even if you didn't have a messed up childhood, it's also good. Yeah. Because I didn't necessarily have, I didn't have a messed up childhood. However, therapy has helped me even outside, even just like, just like it just it just helped me yeah and you don't need to come from you know a certain type of background to go I think no, everybody 100%. could use it honestly and, and why do you think you didn't have a messed up childhood well i think that it was because of the sacrifices that my parents made but why and do you why do you think you'd like do you tie that back well i had everything like financially speaking like so i didn't have a messed up childhood is that what you're saying or now i think i think um well i yeah i mean we we didn't have uh, financial issues, um, because I think, but I think, but still... I think I think I still had. I think like socially speaking, um, you know, there's there's probably there definitely was um, some childhood related issues like with school and um, you know stuff like that. Yeah, self esteem related stuff, um, and I think so. Like yeah, that I, those are definitely hardships back in the day. Honestly, right, um, and then. And I, and I think that's important to recognize because yeah. hearing you say that you didn't have a messed up childhood um, and knowing like, your trauma and your background, I would say like don't minimize yeah. what you went through just because you don't, you know, you, you don't compare to the person who grew up homeless. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah that's, like, like, that's what I meant yeah. like when you messed up childhood. But yeah, I mean, for sure. I think even even if you have... You have a mom, you have a dad, you have siblings. Right. And you, you, had finances, in, you had finances. Yeah, you could still have a lot of trauma related to X, Y, Z. Yeah, and that could, and that, and that will, of course, get suppressed through the years. Right. But I mean, hey, I mean, I think, um, I think it's a great outlet, and I think that one hundred percent. I think like the job that we that I do now is something that is, um, I'm I'm not really phased by the stuff that I see, but I'm also, but I just think that like it definitely has completely shifted my my mental space mm-hmm. and it's not and doing this job is it's fun job it's good it's rewarding whatever but you'd be lying if you didn't see the negative stuff that that this job has brought upon you mm-hmm. and i think that's really great to 
voice that to someone to voice that to a therapist because um most cops are just hard hard headed 100 percent, and some of them are just you know they can be like self self-absorbed and think that they're macho well, man but i think at the end of the day like you have to realize that this occupation is not normal 100 percent, not yeah, normal not you normal. don't you don't work midnight shift and see dead bodies you know what i mean like it, that's not normal well and i'll give you one <laughs> thing i think that one thing that comes to mind right now, and this is just one thing out of the many things. I'm not saying this is the ultimate factor, but this is one thing that I've, and being in law enforcement five years that I've recognized now, one thing that law enforcement takes away from you is a social life. And I think, and I know, I know that in order to be a healthy individual, you need a social life. Yeah, you do. You need to be surrounded by friends and family. You need to be able to talk to people. Um, because when you don't talk to people, everything is just inside of you. Yeah. You know, I think that's true. So it takes one big factor just from the get go from just you saying, sure, I'll sign up for law enforcement. You working odd shifts and having weird days, days weird days off, no holidays takes away the social life from you, the family life, the friends life. Um, and you become very antisocial. And I say that because I became very antisocial. I don't oh, yeah, want to hang too. out with anybody on my days off. I me too. you know, um, and you know, just from that, and I think that's more patrol based, maybe. Yeah. Um, Still feel want to isolate yourself, though. Yeah. Yeah. You, yeah. You're 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 continuously isolated and continuously um, alienated. Um, yeah. And you know it it it, it goes. It, you don't recognize it when you're completely in it. You right. Know? So it's it's. I mean, that's just one thing. One huge factor that law enforcement officers don't have that I think the general pop generally gets. Yeah. <laughs> You know, one of many things, one of many things. So um, if you're in law enforcement and you're listening to this, um, cough, cough, friend, text somebody. Yeah. Don't be such a hard headed (laughs) a-hole. God damn it. Um, I used to be that way. I want to talk about my dating experience real quick. I started dating back in. I got on the app Hinge Tinder, um, the yellow one that I shouldn't be on. Um, If you know, you know. Um, But I, I got on the apps and. Um, I met, I met someone, I met a great guy, um, who, um, when, when, when did I get on? You see now it's hard, it's hard to talk about late March, beginning of April is when I got on. I think I met him mid, mid to late April. Um, and I committed for six days, <laughs> a six whole days. six days. I think it was that I committed. Um, and I had this desire for emotional connection. I even went to my therapist and I said, I have this desire for emotional connection with somebody. Um, and, and I thought I was ready. And then I went through that entire experience and I, re- I concluded that I wasn't, I wasn't ready. Mm. Um, and I, and I said, no, you know what? I don't think I'm ready. Um, trying to vi- fill a loneliness void. I saw a quote about loneliness this past week that I thought was amazing. It was, and I'm going to paraphrase it cause I'm not going to get it right, but it was something like loneliness just means that you really need to like focus on yourself or something like that. Invest in yourself. Loneliness is a cry for you to love yourself or something like that. And I was like, oof, that kind of hit, you know? Yeah, that makes sense. But, um, and, and that's why, you know, it ties back to my commitment to self campaign is what I call it. Um, but you know, I, I think that, I met a great guy, um, and I committed for six days. Uh, at first, I felt like I had commitment issues, um, but it was someone that I think who who became who I could see as a great friend. Um, mm-hmm. I really do. Like I I I I ended up loving him as a friend, you know, as a friend. 
Um, and mm, but it, it wasn't like the rom- the romantic connection for me um, uh, just wasn't what I was kind of hoping it would be. Um, and maybe I'm naive to think that it should be better. But I, I I do think that I should have like this super super exciting feeling whenever you know. I'm trying to emotionally connect with somebody. And, and for me, he felt more like a, a friend, like a very good friend. I think we could be best friends, but I think um, I might have hurted, hurt him in the, in the process. Um, and that sucks for me because I, I don't want to hurt anybody like that, uh, emotionally speaking and or physically speaking anyway. Right. But I, it, I wasn't ready. I'm not ready. Um, and maybe I start dating again towards the end of the year because I know that the last the last quarter of the year is generally when my my mood starts woo, going down. <laughs> you should focus on this thing called sologamy. What is Have that? Have you heard of that? No. Sologamy is marriage to marriage by a person to themselves. Oh. So there's actually people right now who are throwing like sologamy. <laughs> yeah, sologamy uh, like uh, weddings, and they're taking like bachelor trips and bachelorette trips because they're really about to marry themselves. And um, it's freaking insane. But maybe you should practice that till the end of the I'm year. I'm going to marry so myself. Like, yeah, maybe throw yourself like a bachelor trip, you know, and then cre- find a wedding date. Maybe you can get yourself a wedding w- venue and just marry yourself. It's not le- it's not court-binded. So at the end of the day, you could freaking divorce yourself if you want. Fair enough. Yeah, try that out. Sologamy. Sologamy. I am committing to myself, though, and committing again to fitness, number one. I really want to just look the best that I've ever looked before. Um, and I want to give somebody my best version yet. Like, you know, I want to go into a relationship saying, hey, this is the best I've ever been. And I'm only going to get better. But I feel like this is the best I've ever been. And I, I didn't feel like that in mid-April. I wasn't at the best version of myself to start dating. Um, so that's that's where I should have stopped myself. But I didn't. I, I said, ah, Whatever. And then um, in the process, I end up emotionally hurting people, and I don't want to do that. So I just need to get to a point where I where I feel like I'm the best version of myself, and go out there and say, "This is the best. This is the best I've ever been. I'm ready to go, um, and let's do this." Like I feel like life is moving along. To that, I say, you live and you learn. You live, you live and you learn, and you learn. Plus, you've never dated before, so now you know what it all entails, right? <laughs> Yeah, I think it's I I love love. I really do love love. I and I think that I'm gonna be a in a great relationship with somebody. Uh I really do think that because I love love. I'm the love doctor. Mm. Um and they call me Doctor Doctor Love. Doctor Gallo Love. Um stick to practice sologamy. <laughs> For a time being. Um, I, I have a friend, actually, whose last name is Love, and I love that. And I was like, man, imagine my name was Tony Love. <laughs> that's, a, that's a nice ring to it. Um, but I do uh, I do think that that um, I will find someone very special who I'm going to be very excited about. Uh, he's going to be very excited about me, and we're going to just build an empire together. It's going to be great. It's going to be fantastic. But it's hey, a, It's illegal in Texas, so you might need to go elsewhere. <laughs> Actually, to tie back to that, homosexual conduct has been found unconstitutional. That's why we don't enforce it. Right. However, it's still in the books. So technically, I think you could enforce it. Only it's going to get thrown out. But you know, 
And uh, I was just kidding. The, I was just hopefully, honest. Donald Trump do, takes this stuff to the Supreme Court and set, and calls some of this stuff unconstitutional, like the executive order that was passed that former presidents <laughs> can have possession of classified material. That that's insane to me. That's it's just it's stupid. It's really stupid. And then for law enforcement or uh, Biden's Department of Justice to go after. Anyway, let's not end on a negative and sour note and talk about politics. Mm. Let's conclude. I appreciate everybody who's listening. Sahaj appreciates you too, don't you, Sahaj? Yes, I do. If you've listened this far, I think we're about an hour and five minutes, an hour in, at least a little over an hour. Uh, follow us, uh, follow the show on TikTok and Instagram at Tony Gallo Show. I believe that's also the Twitter handle, Tony Gallo Show. Um, I don't have anything coming up, anything big coming up in the next couple of weeks. I don't think I have anything big. No, me either. We just have another wedding to go to in Chicago, so yay. That's all. Do you want to p- talk about the tricks now? No. You want to talk about the tricks? Wait, what tricks? The tricks. Of what? The tricks. I The big thing coming up in July for you. Oh. The tricks. Oh. I call it tricks. Yeah, I'll probably be taking delivery of a truck. Tricks. And we'll see. Tricks. Uh, we'll see how that goes. And then we'll... Just leave it at that. Well, yeah. We'll do a big premiere of the truck on the social media pages. Yeah. Tricks. A- and we'll write them off. Should be fun. Um, I was listening to a couple podcasts just because I'd listen to these podcasts to see where we can improve. Uh, I did mention some other podcasts that I used to have. They're, they've been canceled. The network said we're no longer running these shows because we want you to be a uh, TGS, the Tony Gallo show, to be all-inclusive. Mm. So if you hear me mention another podcast name in any previous episodes, just know that those podcasts have been canceled and no longer exist. That's from the legal department. Um, that is all we have for this week. Um I didn't think it was going to go this long. Actually, we had an approximate runtime of about 46 minutes, and we went way over that, which is a good thing. Thank you for joining us. We uh, Sahaj won't be here next week, but we'll probably have a special guest, and then you'll be back. And then, the following week. Yeah, because he's got a lot of traveling he's got to do, because he's lame. Just kidding. Yeah. That's fun. Summer. All right, thanks for listening. We'll see you soon. Adios. show on instagram and twitter because remember sharing is caring at tony gallo show